Hey everyone, husband here. And I'm wife. If you've been listening to us, then you know we're all about reading the Bible and reacting to it on our first read-through. Cuss words, crying, laughing, and more. We're passionate about creating a podcast that takes the sanctity out of the sacred text and simply stating it as we see it. But we can't do it without your help. We're asking for your support to help us keep this podcast going. There are two ways you can donate. Text SACDIS, that's S-A-C-D-I-S, to 53. 555 if you're in the U.S. with a one-time donation. Any amount helps. Or if you'd rather start a sustaining membership, sign up on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Membership levels start as low as $2 a month. We are amazed and grateful for our fans that support us now, and you can become one too. With your support, we can keep sacrilegious discourse alive and well for years to come. So please donate today. Text SACDIS to 53555 if you're in the U.S. Or sign up for our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey you, welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. I'm wife. And together we're reading the Bible. Starting with Genesis and eventually ending with Revelations, we're working through every book and offering our atheist two cents. Or shekels. Yeah, those. We're asking questions and pointing out all the nonsense. We aren't academics or scholars. Nope. In fact, when it comes to religion, we really don't know anything at all. What we've learned so far is that God's a dick. Oh, he really is, isn't he? If you're interested in how we reached this startling conclusion, maybe start from episode one. Otherwise, jump in anywhere. It's all good. Yep. Hey wife, did you know that Anchor is sponsoring our show? Really? Don't we use Anchor to distribute our podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts? Yeah, and we are on just about every other platform available as well, thanks to them. Why do we use Anchor as our podcasting service? Well, they make editing and distributing on our show a breeze. 
What if one of our listeners wants to start their own podcast? Then they should head over to Anchor.fm or download the app to get started. Awesome! You guys should go do that right now! Husband! Wife! Happy Q&A Saturday! Yeah, I totally forgot. I, I was like, wait, oh, Q&A? Yeah. Yeah. And I was ready when you came in. I'm, I had it already done. You did done. good this week. I did good this week, right? Yeah, yeah except the computer did bad. You did good. I know. You can't have everything. Apparently. Yeah. I'm so, I, there there it is. So, we're yeah. uh, we're doing our Q&A today. Yeah, and today we are going to answer questions about the Lord of Heaven's armies. Okay. And um, Dagon. Oh, Dagon it. Yeah. All right. Let's get into this. All righty. Okay, um, let's start with the Lord of Heaven's armies. Okay. Um, just because I didn't have a lot about it and it's boring and stupid. Well, and if I can throw in something here, it seemed yeah. like in the last book we were reading, there was a Lord of Heaven's army when they were like around Jericho. No. Wasn't that, no. That was the, okay, that was something different? No, yeah. Okay. Um, in the book of First Samuel is the first time that we see mention of Lord of Heaven's army. Oh, okay. And I only know that because I was researching it and. And the research said, no, that's the first, that's the first time we time. hear about it. Okay. All right. And um, the, it occurred the first time when Hannah was appealing to God. Um, she was like um, wanting a baby, remember? Right. Yeah, yeah. And um, it's, it's supposed to point out um, to apologists and, and readers who are like fans uh-huh. that – She's not appealing to a sweet and, and nice God, but to a commander. And, Got it. Um, so this was like a spiritual warfare thing. This dude's in charge. Yeah. Like, yeah. She was large like, and in charge. you are a military leader. <clears throat> I need a baby real bad. Yeah. And I know this isn't your stick, but, you know, come on, man. Yeah. Yeah. So um, she was challenging God to do it, Got it and reminding him, reminding him of, again, this is from an apologist perspective. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Reminding him, God, of his superiority over all things. Oh, my and- God. Like, oh, okay. Hold on. Hold on. Hold the fuck on. <laughs> reminding him of his superiority. You yeah. have to remind God that he Remember, he, he is- remember how, like, you're in charge and, and powerful and magic and whatever? Do you do you think you ever had to remind Zeus about his superiority? He's on a fucking mountain okay. with a lightning bolt. I'm just a short, squat woman who is only in charge of minor children. Yeah. And you never have to remind me that I'm in charge of them because right. that is literally my job. I just, I, he's <laughs> such, we've talked about it before, but this God of the Bible mm-hmm. has like the smallest fucking ego in the world. Mm-hmm. He, he's just, yeah. he's such a, he, he has a little dick. If he, if he had a truck, he'd have truck nuts for sure. He would totally like, have 100%. truck nuts. Yeah. So again, this is from an apologist perspective. Yeah. Um, she was reminding God that he's superior over everything and she was declaring her faith in his power to open her womb. Okay. So she was telling him, I have faith that you can do this, so therefore you have to do this. Okay. Right? Like, it's weird it's how... an odd bargaining. Yeah. Well, and I, I take exception to the fact that as we've gone further along in the Bible, people have started 
kind of half demanding things from God. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, if this was earlier in the Bible, yeah. you're fucking done. You would be smote as fuck. Now, he's and still, I need a shirt that says smote AF on it. There you go. Yep. He He's still a fucking asshole. Right. But he's not killing people the same way he killed them earlier on. Yeah. And he doesn't get mad about things as he used to, it seems like. Which, I'm not trying to say he's getting nicer. No, I think but, he's just getting lazy. No, I don't think... Honestly, that he's getting lazy. I think that the, um, I think that he never existed in the first well, place. Yeah, no shit. Right, yeah. but but what I'm what I'm getting at is as these books progress, it's like we're seeing more and more people, yeah. and so as you know, the populations explode. There, he just ain't seeing, got time. They're seeing less involvement. Got it's it. almost like they realize. Somewhere inside of them that either he's not there or he's super distant. Got it. And more of the clockwork God that you see in like the 17 and 1800s. Sure, sure. You know, yeah. the, the hands off way far away distant over there God. Right, right. So it it's interesting that just in the way these stories are told, you're seeing the way that these gods are are changing based on the populations and, and what they're going through at the time. Right. Right. So that's all I had on that. Okay. It, it is mentioned more throughout the Bible after this. Okay. But this is the first time that he's changed from a, an all powerful loving God, but yeah, it wasn't that loving, but he's also a vengeful God and <laughs> right. all, you know, all that. Yeah. And now here we're seeing, no, he's a distant God, but a very militaristic one. Got it. Got but it. it's supposed to be the same guy. It makes sense as, as, as a society grows up, right. Mm-hmm. They're going to have more conflict with, with neighboring States, neighboring mm-hmm. people and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so their God would, you know, since it's made up would, ultimately take on the characteristics of their society. Their perception of God changes, and therefore it's a different God. Right, exactly. And and it is. It's a completely different God in this book than it was in the first five. I mean, let's be honest. The God of today is 100% different Mm -hmm. than the God of the Bronze Age. Of course. Because people want him to be something different. Exactly. So, And and it is something people make up. So Mm -hmm. it's whatever they want. Exactly. I mean, right now he serves donuts, you know? And oh I'm like, <laughs> you're an idiot. What? <laughs> he doesn't serve donuts. I churches, beg to differ. Churches serve donuts. Okay. Okay. So that's it for the God of Army, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Okay. Yep. I'm real excited about Dagon, though. Yeah. Dagon okay? it. Dagon it. Uh huh. So um, his name is alternatively spelled as D A G A N or D A G O N. Okay. And I think I've been mispronouncing it. I oh. think it's Dagon. Dagon. Okay. Or even Dagon. I kind of like Dagon, 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 Dagon better. Yeah. It's like, it almost sounds more godlike, you know? Yeah, like it's, Dagon. Dagon is... Dagon. Yeah, I know, right? I know. Well, Dagon sounds like the name of a character in a book. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Which I might steal. Right. you know, I'm Dagon, a writer. Yeah. Yeah. And who the fuck so, knows who Dagon is, you know? Well... I mean, our we, listeners will after today. Yeah. We don't know today, but apparently back then in Mesopotamia... Big deal, huh? He was a big fucking deal. He was super popular. Wow. He was a kingmaker. Damn. Yeah. Damn. It's amazing that, like, peons So we like could have been, like, instead of Christianity, we could have been doing, like, Daganisty. Day, yeah. Whatever, you know. Da- Daganist. Yeah. yeah. We could have been Daganists. Yeah. Let's be Daganists. Yeah. We should be Daganists. Because he's not like a bad guy. Really? Yeah. 
Um, he was the national god of the Philistines with temples at Ashdod and Gaza. Okay. Which we are yeah. familiar with from what we just read. Sure. But there's no extra biblical evidence confirming this. So okay. um, it's only in the Bible that we see this. So there's no historical evidence of that. Right. That what you're saying? Right. Well, okay. he was he was celebrated in different areas. Okay. Okay. And I'm going to get into some of the different areas, but only in the Bible is Ashdod and Gaza one of those areas. Got it. Okay. okay. Sure. But he was celebrated in... Um, uh, as the West Semitic god of crop fertility, which keep that in mind, and I'll get that, I'll get to West you. West Semitic a doesn't that indicate that that would be part of um, Israel or mm-hmm. okay, and, mm-hmm. and and Judaism and stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right, yeah, all right, yeah. That that's what's so interesting about okay, this. yeah. That I mean, and definitely. Interesting. Keep in mind crop fertility because we're going to talk about that in just a second. Okay? okay, yeah. He was worshipped in ancient Syria across the middle of the Euphrates and extensively throughout the Middle East. Damn, that's like right in the heart of you know Godland. Everything that we're reading about. Yeah, yeah. That's why it was such a big deal. Right. That the statue that that would explain why they put the Ark of the Covenant in a temple of Dagon. Right. Like that was This would our be main like question. if uh, something happened in a Muslim temple because mm-hmm. they put the, something in there. Right. Cuz like it's the competing exactly um, religion of the Deities. time or whatever. Yeah. 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 Okay. But it makes perfect sense. They were like your god is nothing. Like Dagon is who we celebrate right. all over the fucking place here. Yeah. And so it makes perfect sense they put that ark in there and were shocked as fuck. When the statue of Dagon fell over. Right. Because yeah. I know I was, was shocked as fuck. <laughs> it, it was shocking. <laughs> totally. Shocking. So in settlements situated in the upper Euphrates area, uh-huh. he was regarded as the father of gods. So oh. that's what I mean. He was a big fucking deal. Wow. Equivalent to like El and so Yahweh. Like, this, is and, all, this could almost be like um, Yahweh is like usurping the father of gods yes. to take his place. Yes. Like, wow. think of Beta and, or Betamax and VHS, right, right? right? Like, seriously, like, one is superior. Right, Beta, Betamax. Yeah, right. but today we only know about VHS. Right. And if you were to ask marketing kids, was better. they don't fucking know about either. Right, But, right. yeah, that's exactly what was happening. Yeah. Is they already had this big god daddy in place. Huh. Yeah, and he wasn't. A bad guy, from what I understand. Okay. Again, father of gods. Um, he was also known as Lord of the Land. He was a god of prosperity, and he was a source of royal legitimacy. Remember, I said yeah, king the kingmaker, maker, right? Yeah. So when we get into these future books that, or even the one we're reading right now, uh-huh. Dagon is still going to be a prominent figure. Interesting. There are kings past where we're at throughout the Bronze Age. Yeah. That worshipped him and celebrated him and had festivals and um festivals in his name and during that certain festivals dagon was the most celebrated god he received the most sacrifice sacrifices and right um not like kids and and stuff but like sure like and, offerings yeah like the same things god yeah. gets but, yeah you know Yahweh yeah gets. he got the most Right. During that time period. Crazy. So I'm just, my mind is blown away that we never heard of this guy. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's so many gods that have existed in human history. Yeah. And and it's so interesting when you start, like, you, 
we we've talked about this before. You can go down a rabbit hole with gods. Oh yeah, definitely. You know? And and right now, like we can even go down a rabbit hole just with the gods that are in the Bible for God's sake. I know, sakes. for God's sake. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, it's it's really cool to me. Like it's I, super cool to me because this is the area that we're reading about right now. Right. You and know. The the funny thing is that you never like in all my times talking to Christians or or I I don't yeah I, I've never run across them mentioning other gods other gods let alone naming them which right. they are named in the Bible they are like specifically why, named why aren't they like why isn't that a if you have nothing to hide and your God is a true God right mm-hmm. there's nothing in there to hide for you right it all means yeah. something and there's a reason for it's it it's all there in the book but if you do have something to hide then that's when you start hiding these things. Mm-hmm. So that's why I call bullshit on religion. Right. Not not just that. I mean, it doesn't feel right to me either. But you know, like yeah. there's lots of other reasons too. Sure. But anyway, if you if you truly believed, you wouldn't have a problem answering for your God. I mean, that's the same thing that I say to people that are Christians that are like, Oh, don't read Harry Potter, it's evil. And I'm just like, Your faith is that weak? Right. Like for reals? Well, and the problem that I run into with people, like when they say, well, I will answer for my God. Okay, yeah, but you won't answer it directly. You go roundabout and say, well, that's not what he is anymore. So then you don't don't answer. Or it's God's plan. We're not meant to understand. Let's just talk about what I'm asking about. That's exactly not answering for your God. Right, yeah. So basically, just admit you don't want to answer the question. You just want to be left alone to, to worship as you please. Well, and let's be honest. If you talk to somebody who is actually... Um, invested in learning about the Bible, they probably could talk about these things mm-hmm. in an intelligent way. Mm-hmm. I'm, I probably still wouldn't agree, sure. but they would have something to say about it, right? And right. that's why I don't respect the uh, fly-by-night apologists on in, on the internet because mm-hmm. they don't know what they yeah. don't know anything about the Bible. They're trying to pr- to protect, and I'm and, like, well, at least I'm trying to fucking learn it, right? You know. And the first thing they say is like, you're reading it with an agenda, and I'm like, but you're you not are- reading it at all. I'm like, you aren't reading it at all. And if you are reading it, you are certainly also reading it with an agenda. Yeah, it's for sure. just that your agenda is different from mine. Right. Yeah. But you're not just like, okay, open my heart and mind and then reading whatever comes at you. You're only reading what's assigned and skipping around and taking somebody else's interpretation. Yeah. And it's it's just not it's not cool. Oh, and I've I've found that there are names I I've, I've, I'd have to look them up because I've been called them, but like they have names for people like us that that when we keep questioning them and, and they get riled up because they can't answer the question, mm-hmm. they they call us like the fallen or something like that. Like oh, I mean, there's yeah, like yeah. different things they call us. They're like, well, you are just beyond help because right. you like what I'm beyond help because I keep asking you the fucking questions you won't answer. Yeah. That's not beyond help. That means you don't have a fucking answer, dude. Right. Like, I don't know what you're thinking like, here, but you that's took the your job. Problem. You took the fucking job. You took it upon yourself to quote unquote witness to me yeah. and to teach me. And the fact that you don't have a good answer except for, well, I guess you're going to burn in hell because you're fucked. Cause I don't have an answer. That that's a you problem, well, dude. You know, I'll fight with somebody on Twitter for a little bit, right? Yes, but I, I do, do. I do. I ever go looking for the fight? I mean, occasionally, not I much think. anymore. Not anymore, and um, I think it's because I point out when. Yeah, you're I'm being, like, I'm, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's it. The power is definitely. It's, um, I mean, yeah. intoxicating, <laughs> and yes, when, when your Twitter followers gets up to a certain point, you it's. 
it's um pure you know, power corrupts. It's fun sometimes. Uh, what, what is it? Absolute power corrupts absolutely. I'm I'm just like being that. honest here, you know. Yeah. Like I, so that was a bad question that you asked me though. Question. I apologize that I didn't take your mm, side, yeah. husband, on that one because. But I, I don't I don't seek them out anymore. Right. Not really. Like right. I I might quote tweet somebody that's big now just mm-hmm. to make a point, but that's more of a feed thing sure. to me than anything else. Sure. I don't go looking for like. A middle fight. road of yeah i don't yeah. go looking for a fight yeah i go looking for com- comments on there that i can sure. comment on but the fight still comes to me occasionally yeah or actually quite a bit but you know well let me get back on track with yeah this. Sorry, sorry no no problem i mean we could talk about this all night right honestly yeah. so okay we're still talking about dagon okay dagon okay yeah and don't forget i said that he's a kingmaker and crops um crops yeah okay 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 so the reason that he was known as a crop king yeah or a crop god not king yeah crop god is that um the word in hebrew hebrew he- hebrew and ugaritic see okay. you would have fucked that, that all up yeah. too um the word that's used for his name like uh-huh. how it's spelled out and in, in all those weird symbols and, and yeah. letters and stuff is a common noun for grain Huh. Guaranteeing abundant harvests of grain. However, interesting. Having said that, yeah, he was not actually an agricultural god per se. Uh-huh. It was rather the source of prosperity in general, which was based on agriculture, which was based on grain. Okay, so right. it was more like the uh, luck cat, the Chinese luck cat. Yeah, y- you know what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah, it, it's more like that, where it's more about the the Hope, hope that the crop is good so I can have lots of riches. Right, right. Not about the grain itself. Got it. But it's it's a small point, but it's small for us because we aren't in agriculture, nor are we religious. Right, right. But I gotcha. It, it, it just semantics, I think, honestly. But, yeah. But it it is still. Um, he was he was also uh, the legendary inventor of the plow. Really? I mean, that's very interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I picked that up and I was like, oh, was he? <laughs> so, like, it wasn't a person or a group of people. John, it, was a, it was a god. John Deere. The plow was invented by a god. John Deere begs to differ. <laughs> <laughs> um, he was, there's also, like, some people um, that early on, like, uh, researchers yeah. thought maybe he was uh, a weather god hmm. because um, the two, like, agriculture and weather kind of right. go together, but sure. also more than that. His uh, wife, which I'll get into her in a minute. She's a whole other ball of wax. Okay. Um, her name um, was synonymous with another god. Or not synonymous. Uh, they weren't the same. Her name is similar enough to another goddess that um, they confused the two of them a lot. And okay. and her, the other one, yeah, not Dagon's wife, but this other girl with a similar name to his wife, yeah. she was married to a weather god. Oh, okay. So they thought for two seconds. Well, and there, there is a lot of interconnectedness sure. between gods and, yeah. and stories in the, yeah. in the ancient world. So, I mean, absolutely. Know. Absolutely. So it, it's understandable. Right. But for like two hot seconds, they thought he was a weather god, but not so much anymore. Got Researchers it. are like, eh, okay. that doesn't stick. Right. Um, other titles that he bore um, was Lord of Offspring, Lord of the <laughs> Offspring. He was, you know, the father of all, right? So right. he was a creator figure. Okay. Um, he could be invoked as a divine witness of oaths. Like, okay. 
that makes sense. Like God, as we know today, you know, as yeah. God is my witness, right? Right. right? Yeah. As Yahweh is my witness, as right. Dagon is my witness. Sure. Right. Yep. Um, his attributes, meaning the the symbols that he carried with him, yeah, uh, were a chariot and a mace. Okay, so it was very Greek, yeah, right? Right. Like very Greek and Roman god, right? Kind of thing. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, the fact that he was the father of gods mm-hmm. almost kind of lends that he might have been a offshoot of like the whole Zeus and or you know, an, like that or kind of story. He was an earlier Zeus. Or yeah, something like Zeus that. Zeus would have been an offshoot of sure. him. But I mean like it, as was Yahweh, clearly. <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um final word on him himself, um, in some cults uh-huh. of Dagon. So like they didn't all worship the same, clearly. Right. But in some of the cults in that area, he was considered the father of Baal. Oh. So okay. You know, oh, there's that guy again, right? Yeah, Baal. Yeah. So um, his consort, Shalash. Shalash, huh? Or Shalash. I'm not sure. Okay. Um, The, the one that had a similar name to her was uh, Shalah. Okay. Okay. And Shalah was the one that had the weather god, weather god husband. Yeah. But Shalash or Shalash uh, was a Syrian goddess known variously as Lady of Gold. Mistress who amazes the world, and Lady Diadem of Lapis Lazuli, huh. which is the blue stone. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so she's pretty represented cool. Represented like beauty and stuff like that, apparently. Or probably. Whatever. Probably. Or she prosperity, was, even maybe. Um. Maybe. Um. She was also worshipped as part of a mourning, like oh, okay. um, grieving Got ceremony, yeah. in some regions, which led to some researchers believing that Dagon. Um, might have been an underworld god, although still huh. some researchers today are like, eh, probably not so much. Right. So, I mean, there's a lot of, like, who are these people? But they were very, Dagon himself was very prominent. We're going to read more about him. There are some kings coming up, I hope, that are mentioned in the Bible, but they're definitely mentioned in history, Yeah. in the Bronze Age, in actual history, who worshipped him, and Interesting. Um, he was figured very prominently in uh, their ceremonies uh, that that when they got crowned. That's very like, that's yeah. really cool. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's it's um oh I don't know I was gonna say something now I could completely forget but oh, anyway no 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 it's all right um I I just was uh commenting that it's really fun learning that learning things about the Bible from this angle like mm-hmm. we're we're kind of interested in these weird offshoot things like right. the other gods and like, cause, cause we know at some level that um, the Bible and other religions and, 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 and all kinds of stuff History. is based on all these other stories that happened, mm-hmm. you know, prior to the Bible or same time as the Bible or whatever, they all kind of intermix and mingle. Right. Right. And so the part that interests me about the Bible is a learning more about it and B these side stories that creep in here and they're like, wait, where did that come from? Yeah, what the fuck they, is that? They give us a, a um, eye view into history that we wouldn't study otherwise. Yeah, definitely. That has nothing to do with the Bible in so far as except that they, the Bible story is supposed to have occurred at the same time as these other things. No, I think much like any other subject, I, I think that I could really enjoy us. Like if I went to school again to, you know, learn about religion. If I had the right teachers, I think it could be really fun and interesting. Uh, well, I have to. I have a small story to tell you about that. Yeah. Actually, two small stories to tell you about that. One, I just told you the podiatrist story. Yeah. Okay, so 
Um, this is how much I love learning, and I'm such a fucking nerd research <laughs> dork, okay? All right. Um, when I was in, like, seventh grade, we had to take this career finders test, and um, after that, we had to pick a field of basically what do you want to be when you grow up, and then we had to contact a professional in that field and go interview them right? and find out you know, all the things like how much it would cost to go to college, what kind of degree you would need, et cetera, et cetera. Sure. Um, I, in seventh grade, panicked because I'm, you know, 46 and still don't know what I want to be when I grow up. <laughs> you so, want to be a podcaster. Well, yeah, I know that now, but like in seventh grade, I like I I was filled with dread. Right. Because I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, for the longest time, I want to be an astronaut. By seventh grade, I knew that that was very unlikely to ever come to pass. Right. right. So, um, and, and that was brought on uh, because of the Challenger yeah. incident, which most people turned away from space. And I was like, it's more important now than ever. Right. But it um, did put the whole thing on hold for quite a it, few years. It did. It did. And um, so, like I said, I was panicked. Right. Um, so I picked... What I thought at the time was the most ridiculous thing possible just to be a smart ass, <laughs> which in my seventh grade mind was a podiatrist. Got it. I contacted a podiatrist and goddamned if it didn't just interest the shit out of me <laughs> because it was interesting talking to somebody, an expert in her field, yeah. interviewing her and learning. Sure. Okay. My second one is when I was going to college i took a fucking class in economics the most boring topic ever god damned if i didn't find myself coming home studying it and being like this is interesting i wonder if i could be an econom economist well i really enjoy a podcast that like free economics park podcasts mm -hmm. in the books like it, it's a very it can be very interesting i, I think that anything i know can, now i just like learning yeah no i that's i think that's what i was getting ready to say is that i think that what you find out, especially if you are the type that is a lifelong learner, is that if you just keep being curious, mm -hmm. there is plenty to pique your interest. And, yeah. you, you know, it, a lot of people view learning as a boring, dumb thing, right? Right, right. But you don't have to learn that way. That's that's the secret of life. You don't have to learn that way. Yeah. You can learn however you want to. It's your exactly. choice. And Just do it. You know, people talk trash about the internet and how horrible it's been, but... God bless the internet, so to speak. I you mean, know, yeah. I am so grateful that um, I can just plug anything in. Yeah. I mean, you could go listen to Joel Olstein or you can come here. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> if you are listening to both Joel Olstein and us, I have questions. <laughs> I'm just saying there's a fun way to learn and sure. not a fun way to learn. Yes. Yes, indeed. <laughs> All right. All right. I think we're, 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 we're just going on now because we want to. We're being silly now. Yeah. All right, uh, tomorrow is Sunday, and we will be doing our replay for the week. And then on Monday, we will be continuing with First Samuel. Um, I believe we'll be on Chapter 6. That is correct. We will see you guys then. All right, bye. Husband. Yes, wife? Remember how you told me we're on Patreon now? Yeah, why? Because we're starting something new for Patreon members only. Every couple of weeks, we'll cover something in the news, a current event, or something we feel strongly needs to be discussed. And only subscribers get to hear our discussion. That's right. It's all for our Patreon members as a thank you for their support. Join now for as little as $2 a month to get all of our extra content. Go to patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Do it now.
friend. It is indeed, wife. Tell the people where they can contact us. Well, they can get a hold of us via our email, which is uh, sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail.com. We have Twitter at sacrilegious underscore D. For D's nuts. Oh, why do you know? Why do you keep doing that? <laughs> Ugh. All right. We have a Facebook page, an Instagram page, and a Pinterest page. But if you really want to get our attention, Twitter is where it's at. Twitter is where you're at. Yeah. And um, they should also review, like, and subscribe. Yeah? Definitely. Apple Podcasts um, reviews help us out tremendously. And uh, we also can use your support on Patreon, which is a great place to uh, support us as well. That would be at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Don't forget to say thanks. Thanks. Okay, bye. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.